Okay, Boker Tov, we continue in the Sefer Nefesh Shimshon. We now begin the actual standing brachos, the 15 brachos, and today we will do one uh, bracha, and that is the bracha of Asher Nasan Sechvi Vina, that you gave to the Sechvi, we'll see what that means, Bina, understanding, Lahavchin Ben Yomu Ben Laila, to be able to discriminate between day and night. Okay. So, there's different customs as to what the order of these 15 brachas are, but everybody agrees this is the first of the standing brachas. This is the first one. Sechvi has two interpretations. Sechvi can mean a rooster, and the rooster is able to discriminate between day and night, Mean to say, while it's still around, uh, it's dark outside, but he knows that the light's coming soon. So when he wakes you up, that was the alarm clock. You got up, dressed, started davening, and then guess what? You got to Shmonesre at Neitzachama at sunrise. That's what the rooster was for. So that's a certain degree of intelligence that the rooster has. Another interpretation, sechvi means a heart. You give the person a heart to discriminate between light and darkness. So the simple meaning is, the simple meaning is what are we thanking Hashem for? Having seichel, having intellect. We thank Hashem for the tool that he gave us. Now why is this tool so important? Because it separates us from animals. And that is the key to any growth in Torah and Yerushalayim that we can have is Seichel. Now, there's a lot of things that we don't pay attention to because they are so much an integral part of ourselves. For example, how often do you really uh, notice that you are breathing? Okay? If you have to notice that you're breathing, that's already not good. Okay? God forbid you have COVID, then you notice if you're breathing or not. Okay? So therefore, a person doesn't realize he should thank Hashem for the fact you can breathe. Why? Because is it possible to live without breathing? It's like so automatic. But the rabbi said, for example, in Tehillim, and we just said it this morning, kol talel ka, Meaning, not only all souls praise God, but for each and every breath that a person takes, you should praise God. So therefore, had God, had the rabbis not instituted this brach of Asher Nasan Lasech Vivina, do you think it would come to our minds to thank Hashem that he gave us Seichel? Probably not. And the most fundamental gift that Hashem can give us is the Seichel. You get up in the morning and you say, Moda'ani. And what are you thanking Hashem for? Well, you're thanking for Torah, you're think, thanking Him for life, that's all true. But which tool enables Him to access Torah? Which tool even enables Him to access to thank Hashem, to realize you thank Hashem? What is that tool that can tell that we have benefits from Hashem? That tool is the seichel, the intellect. So that's an awesome thing. So this idea of the intellect being able to grasp concepts. 
It's an all-inclusive gift. And how much we have to thank Hashem that we are normal. God forbid people who are intellectually challenged. They don't have seichel. You could see they're like very, very challenged. Not everybody has it. Baruch Hashem, you have seichel. A person can live his whole life without thanking Hashem even once for this. But if we would, you know, pay attention to what's going on, that we have seichel, if we pay attention and notice it, we could sense how much depends on this chesed of Hashem. And more than this, we can also reflect of the awesome kindness that resides in the gift of Seichel. Because there's so much balance that Seichel provides a person. Rabbi Pincus describes he once had to deal with a person who was having deep psychological problems. And uh, and then he was right away able to understand that the difference between a person who is sane and missing sanity sometimes is only a simple hair's breadth. The difference between being normal and not is not that far. Okay? You know, a person who's not sane can see things that a regular person doesn't see. Right? And he said, after speaking to the fellow for 15 minutes, he said, I began to start thinking I was seeing things. Okay. So therefore, you know, life is filled with lots of, of uh, challenges, times of anger, jealousy, hatred. But we're able to get through life healthy and complete because we're balanced. And how to thank Hashem. And this is the true essence of the Seichel. Okay. It's so amazing, it's beyond what we can understand. You know, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of people, you, you meet them, they don't seem to have any seichel at all. They're just not with it. And uh, he's, he's, there's, they're all around us, okay? Especially, uh, well, we'll see the way society has descended in terms of education. They don't teach you critical thinking skills anymore just tell you critical they just indoctrinate you they don't want you to think the liberals do not want the people to think now you take any yeshiva boy who has any good experience in the yeshiva and he's learning torah and especially gemara that sharpens the seichel he's got a seichel right and therefore, it's, this is the most primal gift. If you don't have seichel, you really don't have anything. All kinds of, uh, you have IQ, uh, and you've got uh, the, not just the intellectual quotient intelligence, but you got the EQ, where we're talking about emotional quotient, just to, just to understand, you know, when you speak to people, how to talk to people, how to, just as quote unquote being normal. And it's it's a gift we take for granted. Now a lot of times you'll notice that when you meet people are not that way. Okay. But uh, now, let's take a little bit deeper now. Another level, we know Hashem said, let us create man bit salmenu kid musenu in our tselem and in our goof. 
And Rashi explains, Kitmuseinu is to understand things, to have intellect. So the definition of, and the Rambam says similarly, the, the idea is to have the mental capacity. Selim Elohim, the image of God, means to be able to understand things, to have seichel. So that's the image of Hashem that means we receive from Hashem to see true reality. That is Rashi's Bina Ula Haskil. Bina is understanding one thing from another. Seichel is to understanding the true reality. So he gives a nice example. Okay. The book of Tehillim. Okay. There's a lot of ways here. Let's say, let's say this is a book of Tehillim. We could describe this many ways. Ask, you ask a goy, tell me what this is. It's a book, paper, right? Uh, all kinds of physical description, lots of letters. Okay? And that's what, uh, it must be a book, it must be something you can read, it's in a foreign language. Okay? But, uh, but the fact of the matter is, do we really understand what it is? The Seichel tells us, when we look into it, we understand, whoa, that is Tehillim. Whoa. We spend so much time, we, we understand what it is. How do we know that? It's from our Seichel. That Selim will keep inside of us. So now we're, we're appreciating, we have intellect that reflects that Selim will keep that divinity. That's number one. Now, what does that seichel do for us? It gives us the ability to discriminate between day and night. Okay? Now, simple meaning, day and night. Okay, but really, if you think about that, that's not really seichel. That's really eyes. You need eyes to tell the difference between. Pokeh rivrim. in day and night. So obviously, that is not what's going on over here. So... The deeper understanding as to what day really means and what night really means. Day, what do you know on the day? The day the sun is out, you can see things, there is clarity. Okay? And that means all that is good in the world. Nighttime is an expression of darkness and all the evil that's in the world and the lack of clarity in the world. And that is the most important part of Seichel, is to know the difference in good and evil have clarity versus a lack of clarity. Okay, so let's give a few examples. There are some people who think man was created to play soccer. Okay, uh, Rapinkus mentions he was once at a funeral from somebody and a person was, was killed. He was very secular. And they said at the end, he, uh, he says, what a shame. He can't eat his favorite foods anymore. Then one starts crying. <laughs> He's dead. Oh, how he loved eating rib steak. He'll never enjoy a rib steak again. And they're all crying. Okay. Hashem has given us a seichel to understand between day and night, to know what is true and what is false, what is good, what is evil, what brings you only life in this world and what brings you life in the next world. 
what is the primary thing, what's the supplementary thing, what is a mitzvah, what is an avera, what is eternal, and one, what takes you down to hell. To see like a Jew is supposed to see and to understand what that means. To see a Sefer Torah and to know the essence of what Kedusha is. To see the world, to see Hashem, to see what a Rosh Hashanah is, to see what a Yom Kippur is. We all do this with this great tool called the Seichel, to know exactly what is the truth. And that is the first bracha. Okay. And let's move on a little bit more when we get into this idea over here. And besides this um, uh, great thing is this the, the ability to absorb what reality is, to be able to comprehend what reality is. But there's, and that's clearly a good benefit. We have to pay attention to potential deficiencies. Since a person's nature is to see not only the item that he sees, but what the implication of that item is, okay? In other words, people can look at different things in different ways. A person has a schema of previous um, uh, stimuli, and then when you look at something, that can skew the way you look at something, okay? And uh, because, and since no two people are the same, just like the Umar says, just like their faces are not the same, so is their understanding that's not the same. So there, there's many philosophies, many opinions, many ways of construing something, okay? And each one thinks he's seeing it exactly the way it is. And the way the other person sees it is totally wrong. Therefore, whenever there's a discussion and we ask a person, so what's your opinion about this? What do you think about so-and-so? Everyone has their own feelings. And according to them, it's not just a feeling, it's the way they perceive reality. And therefore, man has a nature that that which he sees through his cycle he determines that that is reality. Now that's a danger because that may be the exact opposite of what reality is. And therefore, what do we have in order to safeguard ourselves from that? What? No, because the seichel itself can be skewed by previous schema. Give you a simple example. People, 100 years ago, people grew up in the South. What did your parents tell you about a black person? A lot of bad things. Let's do it simpler. What does every Palestinian growing up think about Jews? They're not stupid. They're not stupid, but they've been told every day Israel are imperialist murderers. Well, if your parents tell you that, it must be true. Then they see an Israeli, they want to kill him, right? So the, the pr- previous schema skew and color the way your seichel will work. You have a good seichel. Your seichel only knows the information you're given. So when, 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 when the doctors scare you 
during COVID, and they all say you're going to die if you don't take the shot. So your seichel says, COVID sickness, COVID die, shot cure, shot don't die. Very simple seichel. Ah, if they're giving you misinformation, well, okay. Now, you really have a seichel to question that. That's the real question. You say, how do we know that that's going to work? How but they trust us? All right. So that's already having a, a really higher level of seichel. Not everybody has that. The, the fact is the majority of people didn't have it. The simple fact. And the minority who had seichel were vilified. Right. So therefore, what did that show you? It doesn't pay to think. And some people who had seichel said better not to think. Very few people are thinking, okay? So we have to understand that the main Yiddishkeit that we have is guarding the laws of the Torah. Okay, and if you find two people, they're Bnei Torah, they serve Hashem, they're looking for the truth, they're all, but they, let's say, they were raised with different approaches, okay, towards uh, their Avodah Hashem. Some spend a lot more focus on tefillah. Others spend more focused on learning. They all believe they're both important. One spends more time on chesed. Okay. So now, when a person has his philosophy, and he sees others with a different Jewish philosophy, that could come to, uh, what do you call it, uh, dissension. A rift. Think, oh, he's not really a good Jew. Okay. So very interesting. He says a beautiful shot. I've heard this before. The Torah says a negative commandment, so to speak. You shall not be like Korach and his group, which means you shouldn't bring up Achleikas. But now we can say, Now, let's look at the Machlokas, Korach, and Moshe. This is an example of the one time in history that there was no argument like this argument. Why? Moshe, in this argument, was how much percent correct in his argument? 100%. Korach was how much correct in his argument? Zero. Whenever there's a machlokas, except for this one, Nobody's 100% correct, and no one's 100% wrong. Veloya, there will never be like Kairach Vichadoso. Whenever there's a Machlokas, there's always a little correct on this side, a little correct on that side. So, therefore, you have to realize if you're using your Seichel correctly, to realize, although I have an opinion based on this, the other guy's got a Seichel based on what he thinks. And you know what? I can't have a perfect understanding of things. Neither can he. So now the civil thing to do is discuss it and look for the truth. And look for our seichel that has the truth. If you can discuss it and use your seichel to have the truth, then you come out to something much more beautiful. Because, you know, just like you have flowers, it's nice to have a dozen red roses but it's a lot nicer to have three red roses, three 
white roses, three pink carnations, three yellow this. It's even more beautiful. Differences can all have certain truths to them. Okay. And that's what a person has to recognize. So there's the downside in seichel. Your seichel works, but it depends what you're putting into the seichel, and it depends on the nature of the person. So, you know, uh, learning Torah is very important. Davening is very important. Doing chesed is very important. But everyone has a different seichel, have a different schema, of what they feel is the right amount to have when they're doing this. Some people feel fighting in the Israeli army is a vodas Hashem. Some people, no, saying in yeshiva is a vodas Hashem. Guess what? You could both be right. You should both respect each other. And that's the downside of Seichel. Seichel would say, no, I'm, I know what I'm talking about. You're, you're nuts. Of course, everyone knows that the perfect blend of Yiddishkeit is with themselves. Everybody knows they're the perfect Jew. Now, the Jew who davens a little slower than him is too religious. The Jew that davens a little faster is not religious enough. How do you know that? Because I am doing it at the right pace. That's why you can't find a lot of people davening in the same minion. Because they can't, they can't stand it if they got to wait two more minutes for somebody. Or if someone's going two minutes faster. So that's a real downside to Seichel. The Seichel can work, but the information that it's fed can mislead the Seichel. This is what they're claiming of misinformation is, question is or disinformation. Question is, are they telling you the truth that it's disinformation? So you got to use your Seichel and say, really, why is this disinformation? Have you really shown all the, the testing you did on this vaccine? in a way you normally should have done it? Why is it that when anybody criticizes your opinion, you fire them? Why is it if someone criticizes you, you cancel them? Why don't you discuss it? That already should tell your sale there's something wrong. She did our course on that. She did our course on disinformation. All the kids should have Just, you know, what did uh, Rush Limbaugh would always say, experience guided by intelligence or intelligence guided by experience. experience. <laughs> you have to have intelligence, but you have to also know experience. And to say, listen, there's no reason, why would, somebody calls you up and they want to give you something for free. What's the first question you ask? Why would anyone want to give me something for free? Must be it's not for free. Must be wants to steal my money. Right? That's, but if you don't have seichel, you wouldn't, you wouldn't understand that. Okay, so now, so now we have to determine what is true reality, right? We got all kinds of beings. You got animals, you have non-Jews, you have Jews, you have Tamida Chachamim, you have angels, you have higher level angels, higher level angels. Everyone sees reality differently according to their understanding and their uh, schema. Therefore, where does the truth lie? And he says that the true reality is not what the fish sees. Because what would the fish tell you true reality is? All life is aquatic. 
not true. And not what a person sees. A person will say all life is in this world. And not what a malach sees. Who sees what true existence is? Hashem. That's it. The only one who really sees the truth is Hashem. He's the one who sees the whole picture. Okay. And we are not don't have the ability, but but the truth is, we could. We do have the ability to see the true reality. How? Via the eyes of Hashem. Ah, so where do you get a chance to see what Hashem sees? In the Torah. If a person is attached to Torah, we have something called Das Torah. And when he has Das Torah, he can see the truth of everything in the world. And the question is, how, you understand what's going on over here? Whatever Hashem writes in the Torah is completely true. If you learn that Torah honestly, you see completely true what is the reality that's going on over here. Halacha tells us what's true and what's not true. The question is, how do we know that? How do we know that? The answer is, we saw that at Har Sinai. When Hashem gave us the Torah and He came down to the world, He opened up the seven firmaments. The whole world, everything, the roots and everything were all revealed to the Jews. We saw the whole reality. We saw the proper relationship towards everything with itself and towards Hashem. And how Hashem is the source of all that reality. We saw the true truth at that point. And we saw exactly as far as our his relationship in our world, what is Hashem towards this world? And what are we supposed to be? And we saw the, the, the connection between us and Hashem. At our Sinai, we saw the truth of Hashem and our own truth. We saw that Hashem is a true God. We saw that you are one, your name is one, who is the Jewish people, who is one nation of the world. We saw that we're able to see the truth. And that is one of the most important points for a Jew to know. That Hashem not only gave us seichel, not only did he give us a tool for which to know, but also through the Torah, we could use that seichel to see the true reality of what we see. What really is Shabbos? What really is Yontif? What really is a Jew? What really is a sin? What really is Ganadin? What really is Gehenim? What does it mean to have a creator of the world? To see things exactly the way they are in truth, the way Hashem sees them. So, for an example, when you look at a, a cow, what do you see? What does a goy see? Okay. What does a Jew see? He says, we can make a few pairs of tefillin out of this cow. They see, they're tefillin over here. And what a tefillin. It's the jewelry that Hashem gives us. And what that really means. And how we can all connect closer to Kodesh Baruch Okay, this is, you know, with... Not, you know, you tell a going, what's their Sabbath, a day off from work? 
God says it's a day of living in the world to come. That's what Shabbos is. What is what is a shul? It's a place for Jews to get together. No, there's a place, a miniature base of English. Every single thing tells us how, how do you look at food? Food is energy from Hashem that is meant to be uplifted and to be made purposeful in this world and to be unified with Hashem. That's the MS. If, if you think it's just to satisfy your gut, that's not the Emmas. This is all part of this bracha. Now, what does it say? Or Zarua, light is planted into a tzaddik. The Torah is light. Light means you really, I really see it as it is. Now, how did we get to there at our Sinai? This is the famous idea that the Gemara says, and the Reb Chaim explains very well. Or it says that we at Sinai we saw that which was heard and we heard that which was seen. So what does that mean? So if I've said many times the marshal of the thing on paper that's got a design that's called the magic eye. Where you see just a bunch of circles, a bunch of colors. It's nothing. What do you see? It's just a wallpaper. But if you let your eyes cross, you can see a three-dimensional image. It could see three sheep grazing in the meadow. But then, if you blink, it's gone. So my idea, the marshal I use for Harsinai is, okay, before Harsinai, they see a mountain, they see flowers, they see animals, they see people. Harsinai was when Hashem gave them the magic eye. They saw in a dimension that we couldn't see things. And they saw the spiritual energies that were putting in and creating these beings. And ultimately, what it was that? It was the letters of the Aleph base. So when they're looking at the mountain, they're seeing a hay and a resh, har. That's what it is. That was during the revelation. When it stopped, they blinked back to normal. So what does that mean? So when you really, when someone tells you something, a concept, and you you hear what they're saying, but you really don't understand what they, you, you hear it, but you just don't get it. So you say, I hear what you're saying. But when you really understand it, you say, I see what you mean. I see it. So what does it say? They saw what they heard and they heard what they saw. What does that mean? Well, until then, what did they see? They saw a chair. That's the reality. Moshe said, no, no, the chair is not the reality. There's energies from Hashem that are making this chair. So what could I say? Well, I'll tell you what. You tell me this energy there, I hear what you're saying but I don't see what you mean. Then comes Sinai, all of a sudden, they just see energies, and they see the letters, Chaf, Samach, Aleph, Kisei. This is what they're seeing. So now you tell them, do you know, there's a chair over here? What are you talking about? There's no chair over here. I, uh, uh, I see what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Oh, but they used to see what I meant. There's a ch- if there's a chair, I see what you mean. There's a chair. You can use the chair for a second. I see what you mean. 
No, this energy is amazing. I hear what you're saying. So therefore, they heard that which they had till now been able to see because they didn't see it anymore. We're just telling them there's there's a chair. What do you mean there's a chair? I only see energies because that's the Amos. And then they saw what they heard. They've been hearing all along their spiritual energies, but now they're able to see it. Once you see it once, even though it flips back, you know forever what the true reality is. Someone with Seichel can understand. And, that, and it's seen that Hashem did that exactly with us. And therefore, we see things the, the way they really are. So a person is suffering. How do you see that? A great opportunity for growth. And that's what it's been day and night. Because the rooster, even though it's dark, knows day is going to come. He's the only one who, it, it's as dark as can be. Now, if people don't have watches, and he's just out there, and he asks people, is the sun coming up soon? No, it doesn't look like it's going to come for a long time. Comes on the roof says, excuse me, we'll be up in exactly one hour. What are you talking about? I'm telling you exactly one hour. Why? Because he knows. What does he know? He knows what every Jew knows, that every darkness must have light at the end of the tunnel. That's the reality. There's no such thing as things that are bad. That's the real understanding. You have a day, start day, oh, it's going to be a dark day. No, no, the rooster says it's not going to be such a day. Okay. And now one last point with this gift of Seichel. There's a famous story with a certain stove that the Rebbe's had a big debate as to whether it would can contract Tuma or not. Big Machlokas. Big Machlokas in the base of Medrash. And Rebbe Lezer said one thing, Rebbe said another thing. Rebbe Lezer brought all kinds of proofs that if it's like him, then certain physical things should happen that are abnormal, which indeed happen. But the rabbi said, no, it's not in the heavens to decide. The Torah was given at Sinai. We don't even listen to a voice from heaven that tells us what the Allah is. The Gemara says, again, there was a big machlokas up in Shemayim about a certain halacha. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, the halacha is it's pure. Everybody else in the shiv up there said it's not pure. Whatever that means. So they said, how are we going to decide? Let's go down here. There's one rabbi who's an expert in it. And he said, tar. He said it's pure. What's going, what's going on over here? The answer is, that Hashem, once he gave us the Torah, he said, we're in charge of it. Now, of course, not to change it, but to understand it. There are things that are not clearly elucidated. We know what Shabbos is. We know there's 39 activities. But maybe is a, is a certain kind of watch something you can wear on Shabbos or not. So, okay, you investigate it out and look according to the rules of the Torah. They can decide. So who makes the decisions? A, a very holy, spiritual, intellectual person with a lot of seichel makes the decision. <coughs> and that means it's not in heaven. So Hashem didn't only give us a seichel to be able to understand how to live your life. First he gave us a seichel to know not to cross on a green light, to kill yourself. Just have good old-fashioned seichel. Then he gave us a seichel to know what's reality. And finally he gave us a seichel that we even can define what the rules of reality are. If something's kosher or not. Now, we clearly live in a world where most of the world is not using their seichel. 
The UN proved it again and again and again. They have no seichel. To say that people who are, who, who, the, Hamas is saying we're going to destroy Israel. Finished. We're never going to stop. And for people to say to make a truce and to make a ceasefire and to say there's innocent Palestinians when you know in the school they're teaching them to kill Jews and it's not stopped. So there is, say, two-state solution. There's not a two To even say that and to really think you make sense is blamish. The world has no seichel. And it makes it look very dark for us. And the rooster says, no, but we have to have bigger seichel. Bigger seichel is not to say, oi, what are we going to do? What do you mean? We have a Shem on our side. What do we care what they say? Let them learn what seichel is. Let somebody stick up for what seichel is. Let them learn from us. That No, and you know why you let Palestinians do this? Because you let anybody go in with snatch and grabs in every store. You don't prosecute. You don't have any seichel. Let someone teach you what seichel is. And guess what? Life works out better for those with seichel. Maybe that will give them seichel as well. You had a question? So just quick one. Uh, I think you just answered. An example of Torah as the intellect, as the Torah. So how does he go so far off? Because he was very arrogant. He had a big ego. And an ego will not let you see things clearly. Okay, shkoyach everybody. Have a good Arab Shabbos. We got the full class in. Thank you.